on episode 600 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we're going to be doing something a little different. Have you ever wondered how we put this show together, where I find my guests for the show, or what you can do to get more involved? We'll discuss that and more today. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 600. Have you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness? The 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is here for you. Each week, we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40. I'm Coach Allen. I'm an NASM certified personal trainer with specializations in corrective exercise, behavior change, performance enhancement, and fitness nutrition. A Precision Nutrition Level 1 coach, a FAI certified functional aging specialist, and an OTA Level 2 online trainer. Each week, I'm joined by our co-host, Coach Rachel. She is an NASM certified personal trainer and a RRCA Level 1 run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey. All right, let's go. Are you struggling to get and stay motivated to eat right and move more? Are you frustrated with the slow pace of progress or no progress? Are you missing that spark and energy you used to have and see yourself sliding into old age right before your own eyes? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then it's time to take action with 40 Plus Fitness online personal training. With 40 Plus Fitness, you won't waste time on ineffective workouts or diets that don't work. You'll have personalized nutrition and training plans designed to address your unique needs. You'll lose weight and you'll keep it off. You'll get stronger and more fit, all in a sustainable way that works for you. Beyond the guidance and support, you'll have me, Coach Allen, to hold you accountable. This accountability will help you be more consistent, and that's where the magic happens. Take the first step toward a healthier, happier you by scheduling a free discovery call with me at 40plusfitness.com forward slash discovery. On this call, we'll discuss your unique needs and how you can get the results you want and deserve. You'll leave this discovery call with a plan of action. So what are you waiting for? Book your free discovery call with me today at 40plusfitness.com forward slash discovery. Results start with this click. 40plusfitness.com forward slash discovery. Hey, Raz, how are you? Good, Alan. Things are getting exciting up here. We've got a lot going on this month. We've got a couple of trips to see family, all of our big birthdays. We have a lot of July birthdays in our family, so we've got a lot of parties lined up. <laughs> <laughs> July is our busiest month, I think, of the summer, but things are going good. Well, good, good. Yeah. Um, so uh happy birthday, I guess. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not yeah. really it's not really a birthday, but um th- this is a kind of a landmark episode. This is episode six hundred. Woo! Yay of the podcast. Now, a couple different things. Obviously, I'm I'm gonna talk a little bit about the podcast today. Uh so this won't really necessarily be a a health and fitness thing, but I just wanted to kind of give folks an idea of how things work behind the scenes. Um, and how they can be a part of it and help us uh, keep this thing going. But um, I've actually even had, there were some bonus episodes out there that didn't count towards episode numbers. 
Uh, But they weren't really episodes. They were just me making an announcement and putting it out there early on. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, so there actually have been more than 600 um, items released as part of this podcast, but actual 600 episodes. So kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the story uh, because a lot of people don't necessarily know. They find this pod, found this podcast at some point over the last several years. They Mm -hmm. started listening. Uh, They're still listening and that's great. Uh, but new people are finding us every day. Um, and so I, you know, you may not know the story of where this podcast came from and why it's here or a few other interesting tidbits. But um, this, um, I started this podcast predominantly because I had, um, had made some significant changes in my health and fitness. And I had people asking me about it. And one of the challenges I had when I was trying to figure my path out was that there wasn't anything out there. There were no online personal trainers focused on people over 40. There were, there were no podcasts in the health and fitness space for people my age. Everything that was out there was pretty much CrossFit, uh, a lot of nutrition stuff. So the vegans had their ones. Uh, some runners had some podcasts, but again, mm-hmm. none of these were specific to who you are. Uh, when you're over 40. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was bizarre that I couldn't find answers to this thing. And even when I did searches or even when I went and said, okay, well, what about 40 plus fitness? And I actually keyed that in 40 plusfitness.com mm-hmm. and keyed that in nothing. There was mm-hmm. a, someone owned it, someone owned the domain, but they weren't when well, they weren't doing anything with it. And I'm like, you know, this is, this is just kind of crazy. So I did start the podcast and I did a lot of work before I launched it. Uh, what a lot of folks don't know is this wasn't actually my first podcast. Um, I had one before uh, that was about internal audit. Uh, the problem with that was I would work 14, 12 to 14 hours a day in internal audit. And then I was trying to produce a podcast about internal audit. Uh, and that was, <laughs> wow. that was a little much. Yeah. Um, and and I didn't know anything at the time when I launched that podcast. You know, I, I think I got like 600 downloads on one of my first episodes. And I just thought that was terrible. Uh, you know, I'm like, there's 70,000 internal auditors out there and um, only 600 of them listen to my podcast. Um, I didn't realize <laughs> 600 was actually a pretty good number, particularly when you're first starting out. Sure. So that said, um, I did sign up with a coach to help me launch the podcast the second time. And so I went through the process that he he had laid out. It was a big group thing. We I had friends that we kind of, we, we became an accountability group within this mm. thing and uh, putting this all together. So I, I literally started planning the podcast like June of 2015 wow. um, and started like putting together ideas for how the show was going to work and then lining it all up. Uh, I built a Facebook group and a Facebook page and started getting people to like that page. And I was putting some stuff out there, not a lot, but just enough to try to get people involved before I launched the podcast. Because at Mm -hmm. that point, pages were really kind of valuable. Uh, People were seeing the posts from pages. So if I had thousands of people that liked my page, thousands of people would see my posts. And okay, this is a good way to kind of launch this podcast. So I launched the podcast December 6th of 2015. Wow. And part of the timing of that was I wanted to have a certain number of episodes out before January 1st. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make what at the time was actually a pretty big deal called new and noteworthy on Apple. And I wanted to be in, I wanted to be 
new and noteworthy on Apple on January 1st. And I actually was number one in new and noteworthy. <laughs> <January> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that's so, awesome. So it was, yeah, it was, so it's pretty cool. And that, that kind of helped spur people finding because people would get, you know, their Christmas phone and then they'd get on there, they'd put the podcast app on and then they, <laughs> mm-hmm. the first thing that pop up is new and noteworthy. So if you said, okay, health and fitness, new and noteworthy, there's my podcast. And so, uh, you know, I was new. Um, I wasn't necessarily noteworthy yet, but uh, <laughs> I was new. Um, and then, you know, when I first launched this, my po- my format was very, very different than it is today. Um, it was predominantly, it was predominantly a solo show. Uh, I had, I wanted to do five episodes a week, make each of them f- about 15 minutes. And it was just go for a walk, you know, be walking, be moving while you're listening to this podcast. Uh, because I just, you know, it was one of the things of, People our age weren't moving around enough. So if I could just encourage them to move for 15 minutes a day, mm-hmm. that's that's so much better than what they would have been doing. Otherwise, uh, I felt like that was a win. Now, when I started doing interviews uh, for parts of the show, because I realized, okay, I, I can't talk um, five times <laughs> per week, every week. Uh, and and be interesting. Uh, I had clients I was training, so there was there was a science session, there was a client session, there were you know there's a lot of other stuff in there. So it wasn't just me talking the whole time, but mm-hmm. there were there were themes to each each of the days, and um, that went on for I'm guessing somewhere around eleven or twelve weeks, mm-hmm. and and I was really burning out because that's a lot of episodes. And then I did an I did an interview of a guy. He had three different books, and so I said, well, I'll I'll interview you once for 45 minutes and break it into three episodes. So I, I literally staged and had the conversation, three different books I had read and put them together. And I was like, you know, I really like this interview. I didn't like having to try to keep it to less than 15 minutes because if someone starts talking, I don't want to tell them to shut up. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at, at any rate, um, so I, I decided I would drop it back to three and I'd be a little bit more liberal about how long the episodes were. Um, but even then, I wanted to do more interviews and reading the book and trying to do three interviews in a week was was just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dropped it down to one. Now, one, here's one of the interesting things that came about from all of that, though was the the years that I had hundreds of episodes come out, um, I didn't have more downloads per episode. I may have had more total downloads that year, but mm-hmm. not per episode. Whereas when I dropped it to once a week, mm-hmm. I actually peaked out on the volume of people that listen to each episode. Oh. And so what I found is if someone comes on and say they missed three or four days, what they're going to do is they're going to pick and choose one. They're mm-hmm. not necessarily going to say, I'm going to listen to all three of these. Some people will, but they'll pick one and then they'll listen to that one and they may not listen to the other two. So mm-hmm. it actually was a diminishing return to just having more episodes done. And now I'm able to focus a lot more on the quality. Um, so I do dive in a lot deeper in the, in the conversations and I'm able to do that because I can dedicate more time to planning each of these uh, podcasts. Now, I've changed the music a few times. Uh, one time I had, you know, the original music I had um, was was out there, and then I decided I want to change it, and I changed it, and then the guy who sold me the license or ran the license through the company called Pixabay uh, sued me uh, with app with a, but didn't really sue me, but claimed copyright on YouTube, mm-hmm. meaning that he claimed rights to my show 
And, hmm. and that meant if at any point in time I was monetizing the show through YouTube, he would get that money, not me. Wow. Um, I messaged the dude directly because I had the evidence that I had actually paid him because that was a voluntary thing in any way was to pay someone for that music. I did mm -hmm. voluntarily. Um, and I, I kept sending the, the, the declines. Uh, I declined that this is copyright. Uh, but the way YouTube was set up, I would have, I had the burden of proof. Mm -hmm. So if they said it was copy theirs, that YouTube just accepted it. And then they could, they were the arbiter. They were the judge. They were the jury. And so I just decided, okay, I want to change it. And so I, I can't remember the exact episodes, but it's been a little while now. But mm -hmm. uh, Dave, Dave Gerhart, uh, you can find him at www.steeldrummer.com. Uh, he's doing our current music. It's uh, it's it's kind of a Caribbean vibe, which I like because mm -hmm. it's the steel drums. Um, so we're running with that right now. Um, and that's our current music. I don't have any intention of changing it anytime soon, but that's there. Um, and then, of course, uh, I changed the format another time uh, when I brought Rachel on. So, Rachel, mm -hmm. you, you came on in September of 2020. My goodness. And well, <laughs> it's been a while. It has. But the whole point being is you were you decided you were going to work on your uh, personal training cert. And right. so you had kind of we were talking back and forth and, you know, somewhat mentoring you through that that process. And then yeah. when you passed it, it was like. Do you want to come on and be a, a co-host? Mm -hmm. And and part of the reason I wanted that was I, you know, um, you and I are different. Um, mm -hmm. We do different things from our training perspectives. Um, you're female, I'm male. Uh, I just felt like I'd give the show a little bit of balance when we talk about the different interviews. And so sure. that's I think it has, and we've got a lot of great feedback from people that have. Um, are glad you're on the show and and cool. the insight you bring. So oh, I think awesome. that's been a huge addition to uh, to the podcast. Um, but now I'm going to shift and just talk a little bit about how we do this whole big crazy thing of a of a podcast. <laughs> and and there might be some bits of this that you didn't even know, Rachel. So probably uh, because I'm the I'm the producer in the background doing a lot of this stuff. For but sure. um, so basically, the way I the way the podcast works is it's a bunch of bits and pieces. Okay. So each little section, and you may not be able to pick them out as sections exactly, but they're each their own music file, own file. So it's an MP3 mm -hmm. file of some sort. And so what I do is I start out, I have a Trello board. So Trello is this application that basically lets you kind of keep lists and keep organized. Um, so there's a, you know, you have a list and then you have a, uh, you can put an item on that list, a note, like a note card. And then what I'm able to do is each of those columns, those lists are where we are in the process. Mm -hmm. And so as I start the idea for a podcast, like maybe I see there's a book that's going to be published. I have the author's name and they're under the contact. And then I, you know, we'll go through that whole process and I'll kind of talk about how that works in a minute. And then I'm just able to move the cards across as we go. So as I get into production and then closed, each card has a place. And then within the cards, I can put the order so I know which episode, which date. And I just put information in there about the book and, and everything else. So it's all in one place, but it helps keep me organized. So I know, okay, where am I with current episodes? So I can tell you, I just recorded episode 603 a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. I'm going to record episode 601 
tomorrow and then the next day 602 um and so i can kind of tell i've got a lot of reading to do <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh yeah uh and tomorrow i'll be reading a lot but that's cool and then sending over show plans and and doing that to get them on the interview and uh, so now obviously um guests are an important aspect i want to have good quality a good variety of guests so we're talking about a lot of different issues uh that affect our health and fitness um, and, and so, you know, a lot of people ask, well, where do you find your guests? Um, I get over a hundred emails every single day wow, <laughs> of geez. someone that wants to be on this podcast. And some wow. of them will even go out and find my phone number and text me. They will WhatsApp me. They will, they will email me. Uh, they will fill out a contact form. Uh, all the different ways that you've been, you could get in touch with me, these folks find ways to do that mm. and say, Hey, I want to be on your show. And I'm like, great. Um, what are you going to talk about? It's like, just health and fitness. I'm like, nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you're not. Um, so, so there's hundreds. Now, sometimes these guests are excellent. You know, Tony Horton, um, his, his agent reached out to me, you know, um, there's been others that I'll, I'll be like, yes, I absolutely want to talk to this person. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, but, I, you know, 99.9% .9 of them uh, are a definite no. And when you think I'm getting 100 or more emails every day, okay, I only have one show per week. Uh, mm -hmm. So it becomes pretty clear that I, you know, I can't get that many interviews out. And uh, again, I'm really looking for the quality. So over the years, I have developed some good relationships with some publicists. So there's a few of them that as soon as I see their email in my box, I know this is golden and I'm going to want to talk to their guest, uh, to their whoever they're supporting. So there are a few of those that I, I do have a good long-term relationship with. Uh, and it's the same. When I send them a request, they, um, they definitely jump on it pretty quick because they Great. know I'm going to give a good interview uh, for their, uh, their clients. But most of my guests come from Amazon. Um, huh. Yeah. What I do is I go out on Amazon and I search for a topic or sometimes it's just generic health or mm -hmm. health and fitness and all these books come up. And then if you look on the left-hand side, if you're doing it on a computer, uh, you'll see these filters and you can go filter. And one of the filters that's out there is uh, books that haven't been published yet, upcoming books. Mm. So you can see 90 days, 30 days, and then upcoming books. Oh. So I click on that upcoming books, and then I get a kind of a list of books. Now, sometimes people do this kind of silly thing where they basically write the same book and they publish it on Amazon like a hundred times. <laughs> it's an ebook, like a workbook or something like that they'll do, but mm -hmm. they'll name it a hundred different things and throw them all out there. So they're all showing that they're going to come publish soon and they clog up that whole search. Uh, mm -hmm. So then if I need to, sometimes I'll go over to that same set of filters and you can filter on, on hardbound. Uh, what I've found is the big publishing houses are always going to have a hardbound version. So they tend to be the higher end uh, guests. Mm -hmm. And so then I'll kind of have a list and I'll go through and add them to my Trello of potential upcoming guests. And I'll line them up based on their published date and everything else. And I'll say, okay, I'll start reaching out. Now, what I do is I go in and I'll find out who the publisher is. And then I Google the publicity for that publisher and I get their email address. And then I send my pitch to their publicity department. And for most of them, because again, this is an upcoming book that they would love to promote and have podcast interviews come out while the book 
is when the book goes live, um, I'm in a position to do that. So they'll then kind of work on my behalf to get the guest booked. So they send me an electronic copy of the book now. I used to get the hard copies, but they send me an electronic copy now. Um, I go and once I have that, I send them a link to book um, on my um, Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I use a little app called uh, Teeny Cal, which is, uh, it's like Calendly if you've used Calendly, uh, but it's done by a company called AppSumo and it's a one-time payment and then it works just like Calendly and you don't have to pay for it every year. Um, Cause I do have different booking types. And so I would have to pay for the Calendly type to book, you know, Calendly every year, mm-hmm. I think it was $144 a year versus I paid once for Tiny Cal and it works just as well. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, they'll book their, their interview. And then what I do is, um, once, uh, I see when the interview is, uh, like I said, I've got one that's coming up tomorrow another one that's coming up Thursday. I'll go ahead and do the reading of the book. I'll send over a show plan. And my show plan is just basically a set of bullet points to give them an idea of what I'm t- going to talk about, what we want to talk about. So if at any point in time, you've ever heard a guest say, I have no idea what that is, or I don't remember. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> I I told them I told them what we were going to talk about, and even before we go online, uh, and when we start the recording, I kind of ask them if they have any questions about the plan. So mm-hmm. they they knew the questions, they knew I was going to talk about it, but they just didn't pay attention. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. I do try to make sure the guest is prepared for the conversation, and then yeah, I do record uh, the interview on Zoom. Now, when I get through with that interview. I now get an audio file from Zoom where I've recorded and I get a video file and then I get two audio files, one with their channel and one with my channel. So there's actually four different files that I work from. So the first one uh, is the full recording and I Mm -hmm. put that in a folder for Rachel to listen to. So that's the interview she's listening to is, is just a full audio of both of us that I put in her folder. I take the video file and I put it in my admins folder for her to make clips for YouTube or Facebook and things like that. And I'm just terrible about not posting those regularly enough, but I have them. It works. They're out there. She's working <laughs> on them. And so they're out there. So I have them, but, um, and then I take the two audio files that are different channels and I put that into a folder. That's my production folder for that particular episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then what I'm going to do is um, I will record the intro and the outro. So that thing you hear me say on episode that, that, that of the 40 plus fitness podcast, we're going to meet such and such and discuss their book, such and such. You can find the full show notes for the, you know, say I've, I've memorized it <laughs> Yeah, because I've done it a lot. A few um, times. <laughs> a few times. Uh, but you know, the point is then I make those files. So, so as you mm-hmm. kind of see now, there's two files for the interview. There's now two files, an intro and outro. I'm bringing in the music that we play at the very beginning which I call the 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 show uh, music at the front, and then the at the end the outro the, for the full version of uh, the the song uh, the 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 steel drum thing, uh, and that Dave did. And so basically, I have those files, and then each uh, now Tuesday uh, morning, uh, Rachel and I get on Zoom. And we record our part. So there's usually a hello section and then there's a discussion mm-hmm. section. Uh, and if you get on the Facebook group, I'm going to actually 
put the videos of those together. So like Rachel and I'll come on and kind of have a quick little conversation about where we want to go. And then we'll have our hello section and then we'll have our discussion section. And there, you know, basically I've recorded those for the last session, last uh, interview we had. And, um, I'm going to share, I'll go ahead and share that on the Facebook page. I mean, Facebook groups. If you go to 40 plus fitness, 40 plus fitness podcast.com forward slash group, that'll take you to the Facebook group and you'll see a video of Rachel and I going through that little bit of the production. But from our production recording, I have now two more files to add. Mm -hmm. And then of course, if I have a guest on, I have to record the bio. So I'll go out on Amazon and find out how their bio is is organized out there. Uh, some of them will send me a, a bio because that they're you know their publicists put together all this collateral and material. So sometimes I'll use that, but that usually almost always agrees with what's in Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't rewrite all that stuff. So I'll read that, uh, but that takes a little while because I screw that up about a dozen times. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I, you know, I, again, I, I, I don't want it to sound like I'm, I'm reading, but it, it probably does. And I, there's going to be words, particularly when I'm dealing with doctors and scientists that I'm going to mispronounce a few mm -hmm. times. So I try to get it all right, or at least as close to right where I'm just like, okay, that's cool. So now that goes into the audio file. So now I end up with on average, usually about nine files. Mm -hmm. that then are are there. Now, what I do is I have to download that as a zip file. And then I share that with my audio production group. And so each week they go in and they put it all together. Now, there are some weeks I get a little behind because they need 48 hours. Mm -hmm. So I get a little bit behind. Sometimes I'll do it myself mm -hmm. and uh, just get it done. Um, it takes me probably about two hours to do that. Uh, myself versus they can get it done probably a lot faster um, and I'm not involved. When they get done, they email me and say, your file's ready. I download that. And then what I do is I upload it into a, a, an application called Happy Scribe. And what Happy Scribe is, it's an AI that does a uh, transcript. Oh. So this AI does the full transcript of the show. Um, and it's fairly good. I mean, it's not, it's not perfect. So what I do then is I, once it's uploaded and, and done that way, I send that over to my um, assistant and I tell her, okay, this one's ready to review. She goes in and she puts the, cause the timestamps are already there, but the AI doesn't know who's speaking. Mm -hmm. It just knows it's probably a different voice. And it's again, pretty good about, about that, particularly you and I, Rachel, he okay. knows you're you and I'm me. Um, so it keeps us <laughs> apart. Uh, I've had some guests that sound too much like me. And as a result, it can't really pick up who's who. Oh. But if that's the case, again, she goes in and puts the names and makes sure the timestamps are all set up. Uh, and once that's done, then I kind of have what I need for posting. So what I have to do then is I have this audio file and I have the transcript. I take the audio file and I have to add some uh, tags to it. So the 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 picture that goes along with it. So you see it on your um, podcatcher, you know, whatever you're listening mm -hmm. to podcast, you see the logo for mm -hmm. that episode. Um, the, um, the notes of what you see on your app, that all has to be written up and ready. Um, and then of course, uh, other information like my name, your name, those things that are in that audio file. Um, so it, it picks up what it needs when it goes out there. I use a company called Liberate, Liberated Syndication, or Libsyn mm -hmm. for short. 
Uh, and they're basically where I host all the audio files. So the audio files go out there. And then what they do is they release it. And so Apple goes out there and picks up off of them, as does Google, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio, mm -hmm. uh, Amazon, Audible, all of them go out there. So this thing kind of basically syndicates my files, all those files out as a, as a, a podcast. And then I have to create a post on my website. So the website, 40plusfitnesspodcast.com, is basically a blog. Um, mm -hmm. It's a WordPress type site that is uh, hosted. I use Deluxe Hosting as my host. They're really, really good for just small company, small business kind of stuff. Um, and you, you, know, you get a good amount of hosting space and, and throughput. It works really well. Uh, but it's important to make sure that your podcast host and your music or you know the actual music file the pod, are hosted on different platforms. So basically, mm -hmm. I'm not slowing anything down. You know, it can pick up regardless of of where we are. Uh, but if you try to put it all on one, like if I try to put it all in deluxe hosting, it's all my mm -hmm. eggs in one basket. Um, and they're not set up for podcasting, whereas Libsyn is. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, and there are a lot of new players out there in the game and some are good and some are not. Um, but I've been with uh, Libsyn since the beginning. And so it's, it worked very, very well for me. Um, and so then basically, as I go through, I'm posting the transcript out there, links to the book, all the different things that you see. If you go out there and look at the show notes, uh, I get all that post out there. Um, and then I'm pretty much done. Uh, just all that scheduled. And then, you know, if I do some promotion, I will um, put all that out there and say, okay, here's, here we are. Here's the episode, things like that. And that's, that's it. Pretty much soup to nuts. Now, the interesting thing is, if you think about it, this is 600 episodes. Mm -hmm. um, I put about 10 hours of just my time. So, you know, I've got people helping me, mm -hmm. but I put about um, 10 hours per week of my time into just about every episode. All the things, yeah. So if you take that 10 hours times 600 episodes, that's over 6,000 hours uh, that I've dedicated just to this podcast. In seven and a half years. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of time, Alan. It is a lot of time. It is It is a lot of time. But it's to me, it's valuable time because mm -hmm. I'm able to bring some great information forward, have some conversations that people need to have, uh, teach some concepts that no one else really is talking about. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's that's where I really struggle with a lot of this is that if there was someone else doing this the way I'm doing it, then I would, I would probably stop doing it. Um, but most people don't stick. Mm -hmm. um, the average podcast that's out there goes live and maybe gets seven, maybe 15 episodes and then kaput. It's gone. Um, some people do get bigger and some people do keep going, which is great. Uh, but they're usually in their own little niche, their own little thing, and it doesn't really have anything to do with you. Um, and so that's, that's why I do what I do. And like right now I'm reading a book about menopause. Why, why Alan is, why are you reading about menopause? Well, I'm reading about menopause because it's really important for most of the women that are listening to this podcast, because you're mm -hmm. either, you're either almost about to be perimenopause. You are perimenopause. You are menopause. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's you're one of those three right now. If you're a woman yeah. over 40, 
Um, and so I want to make sure you have the best, most current information. And yeah, I've been talking about it for seven and a half years. Is there anything new under the sun? I learn something new every time I read every a book. Time. <laughs> every yep. time I read a book, there's something in that book. And um, and so this is just another one. I want to make sure that that context and information is out there. So yeah, we've uh, we've done 600 episodes. Um, that's over 385 guests. Wow. And almost almost every one of them wrote a book that I read. It's <laughs> a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know and and. The episodes are longer than 30 minutes, particularly today. Uh, but if you just said, okay, the average episode was 30 minutes, then that's 300 hours of listening time of information and stuff that you can find. So uh, you can do a search on my podcast uh, on your, if you're on Apple or something, some of these, some of these apps, they only show you like the last 100 episodes or the last 300 episodes. Uh, all six of them, all 600 of them are available for you to listen to. Uh, So you can go to our website, 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash podcast, and you'll see that there's sort of the different pages for all the posts. You can click Mm -hmm. on the biggest number over there. I don't know how many that is. And that'll take you to the first episode. And it's horrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) It is horrible. But, you know, it was me getting started. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, as I say, uh, progress over perfection. I got started. I got a little bit better. I invested a little bit more money here and there to to make sure that uh, this is this is growing and, and giving information. And we've had about three point six million downloads of this wow. podcast since I launched it. And some are a lot bigger than others, uh, but most are getting five to six thousand downloads per episode, and they're getting those within like the first two months. And then after that, they have kind of what I call long tail because mm-hmm. we get about 10,000 downloads per week. And so you can kind of see how this thing goes. If you're getting 50, 45 to 50,000 um, downloads a month um, and there's only four or five episodes, it's not just those episodes. People are listening to the back episodes too, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. It means that yeah. I'm relieving some value out there for people to find. Uh, and I really like that. So. I don't have any real intentions of stopping this. Um, I want to keep Good. doing it uh, as long as I possibly can. Uh, but I, I do want to ask for just a little bit of help. Okay. Uh, first off, uh, you could leave a rating and review for the podcast. Uh, I haven't asked anybody to do that in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you do like the podcast um, and you want people to find out about it, Go leave a rating and review. It's right there. It's, it's, there's three little dots or something right there on your phone. Uh, you can click on that and leave a rating and review. And that does tell uh, the people that give you that app, be it Apple or Google or whatever, that you you like the show. And that means they're much more likely to show it to someone else when they start looking for shows. Um, you can tell someone about the show. Um, there have been times when I've been sitting there talking about the show and someone says, well, What's a podcast and Mm. how do you listen to them and where are they? And I'm like, okay, let me see your phone. And I literally pull up the app and I search for my podcast and I hit subscribe and I say, there you go. There's the last four or five episodes and you can listen to whenever you like. It's right there on your phone. Um, So you could do that. Just tell people about it. Uh, Or you can go to um, 40plusfitnesspodcast.com. And if there's any books that you're interested in, so let's say I'm having a conversation uh, with um, 
you know, Dr. Hirsch about menopause and you're interested in her book, The Menopause Types, you decide that's an interesting book rather than going directly to Amazon yourself. If you go through my website and click on that link, there is a small affiliate commission, um, two, three percent, but it's still a little something. Mm-hmm. Um, if let's say you decided you want to buy a car uh, on Amazon, you could click on that link first, buy the book and the car, uh, and I'd get a nice little commission check out of that. But <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, okay. um, but yeah, as you're doing your shopping and you think I want to go on Amazon, um, if you have that cookie, you, I mean, yes, they're not using cookies anymore, but whatever it is, if you click on my link and go over there and then do your shopping, uh, it will help the podcast. It'll give us a little bit of money. Uh, you can go over to Amazon and um, get the book. So you can go to 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash book, and that'll take you to the wellness roadmap on Amazon. And you can buy my book. Um, it's still valid. Um, it's still mm-hmm. evergreen. I have even talking to someone who read it uh, just this week. And she's like, oh, it's just, she's like, I can't believe you wrote that five years ago. It's You could have written it today. And it's just mm-hmm. as valid as it was then. Um, and I'm glad someone actually recognized that because that's what I was trying to do then. And so it is still a good book. Um, and then, yes, uh, there's always working directly with me uh, on my site, 40plusfitness.com. Uh, mm-hmm. There are challenges, there are programs. So, you know, if you want to do just do something, there's a sugar challenge, there's a functional fitness challenge. Uh, if you're interested in working more directly, you can get in con- contact with me there. Uh, and then, of course, Rachel, you have mm-hmm. uh, you have some places you'd like to send people. Sure. I think the easiest place to find me would be on my website, which is strong-souls.com. That's souls as in the soles of your shoe, S-O-L-E-S, strong-souls.com. And from there, I've got a contact form if you want to ask me any questions or give, give me some feedback on the 40 Plus Fitness podcast. But also there's links to uh, my two socials on Facebook and on Instagram. Those are the only two platforms I'm on. It's plenty for me. <laughs> so you can reach me in any of those places um, quick and easy. Good, good. Now, you know, uh, I do this podcast for you. And so if there's a topic that you, you just want more information on, something you're dealing with specifically or someone in your family is dealing with specifically that you'd like to know more about, uh, reach out to me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I, I do searches for guests and I'm looking for specific topics at times. So if you come and tell me, like, here's, here's a, a, an issue that I'm dealing with and I'm looking at your podcast and there's not really any one thing out there for it. Uh, would you be interested in finding somebody to tell, mm-hmm. talk more about this thing? I'll be glad to do that. Um, you know, I am, I need a new guest every week. And while I do get hundreds and hundreds of solicitations, uh, most of those are just trying to sell some corporation that they're a part of. Uh, they're not actually trying to inform you about anything. Um, so if there is a topic or something you're interested in, just let me know uh, and mm-hmm. I will do what I can to try to find somebody to talk about that particular topic. Um, so you'll have some more information, better information um, and have a good starting point for your, your education going forward. So with that, I just say, um, you know, thank you so much for being a part of 40 plus fitness. Uh, we've been doing this since December of 2015. We're going to keep doing this um, because I'm only doing uh, one a week. Um, we're not going to hit a thousand for another 7.8 month years. Uh, so <laughs> we won't be celebrating a thousand anytime soon. Uh, but we will keep going. We will keep 
recording. We will keep looking for awesome guests and I will keep reading the books and making sure I'm asking the right questions for you. But I appreciate you very much. Thank you for being a part of all of this. And if you have any questions, just let us know. Awesome. Congratulations, Alan. Congratulations on 600 episodes and a lot of great information that people can actually use. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. You bet. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we meet Martinus Evans and discuss his book, Slow AF Run Club, the ultimate guide for anyone who wants to run. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.